Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This week we take phone calls. We just it's me, Ryan shit. Walker Page. Doing yeah, I, didn't a cold like, open. I didn't like that because I had recorded a cold open for the pod anyway. And then but I you got... didn't send it to anybody. Yes, I did. It was at the end of the episode. Will didn't put it in there. So he had to use Ryan. Listen, if we're going to start having guest cold opens, it should at least be celebrities. Ah, drag her. Okay, today's really fun. We talk about holidays. We talk about going to the movies. We talking about uh, talking about Uber Java. Uh, Meatball is doing a secret job in Hermosa Beach. And weed smoke makes you tired. Plus a lot of voicemails. Goodbye. Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Let's do the intro, Diva. Oh, right. That's me. That's on me. Hi, you slops. You stupid. Our number is. Nope. Our email. No. Our, our number is 213. Uh huh. 536. Okay. 918 That's 213536918. And our email is sloppy seconds pot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. I use slop, you stupid little fucks. You nasty little fucks. You dirty little fucks. You nasty. You nasty little fucks. You are nasty. You are nasty, nasty. You are nasty. You are nasty, nasty. And N A. S-T-Y, I may be having S-T-I. Wow. Welcome to Big Dipper Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. And I just got my test results, and Diva, surprisingly, all negative. Ooh, ooh, and I just got this notice of failed jury's duty. Failed to respond to my jury summons. Okay, because you know I did jury duty two months ago. Right. And, and my said, concern was, I don't have pants. Because they say if you go, you have to wear pants. But all I ended up doing was checking a website every single night in the week. And they said, you are not needed tomorrow. And then it was like, your jury duty has been completed. So it's actually incredibly simple. Yeah, mine's for the first week of August now. So, And what are you? Are you in town? Currently, yes. Yeah. But if other stuff comes up, I'm, it seems like we're going to be doing another email back and forth, and maybe I just won't show up. <laughs> anyway, um, hi, everybody. It is a Tuesday. What a wonderful Tuesday to have a Tuesday episode where we are talking on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm tired. Unlike past, <laughs> unlike past Tuesdays, I'm the one that's awake and not hungover, and Dipper is tired and fully reclined. I'm not hungover, but I'm definitely tired. You know, just when the week when the week catches up to you, Diva. You know that. I vibe? absolutely know. I fell asleep at like 9 p.m. last night. I was so exhausted. I've been. Is my mic on? Yes, it is. Why, why does it sound so soft in my why? ear? Why is it so soft? Why is it soft? Okay, so tell me. 
you you've been having fun this week, eh? Not really. I've been in uh. <laughs> I've been in a hotel room in Hermosa Beach for the whole week. Why aren't you guys doing anything? I was working for a lot of it. Ah, oh. so he, you better work. Today's my day off. So my bro- yes, my brother came to town, but while I was also probably busier than I've ever been for some. Well, I say that, but I'm pretty busy all the time. Anyway, but I was working, and it's been fun. We're gonna do some fun stuff tonight. He's here for July Fourth. I don't know what to do in L.A. on July Fourth oh, unless you're just trying to celebrate a holiday that shouldn't exist, or like. I don't know. I don't care about fireworks. And I don't, I don't care. care about well, grilling. And I don't care about, like, going. I don't care about. It would be fun to go to the beach to watch the fireworks, but I don't want to sit in the three hours of traffic it will take to get home. Yes, you are correct. Um, fireworks. I think fireworks. Okay, so what is your what is your take on fireworks? Because fireworks are a more complicated, more complicated issue. I don't care. I don't, And they're loud and they fucking annoy me. So, but do you remember, okay, so last summer specifically, the police were scamming us. Well, yeah, it was, it it, 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 it was like, a, it's like a, I don't have anything in front of me to like talk about this properly, but there were multiple layers to it. Not only were like undercover cops selling fireworks on the down low to people and then trying to like ticket and arrest people for having fireworks, but also... There was just sort of like, I guess terrorism is the right word, but they were like terrorizing predominantly black and brown neighborhoods. And the cops were the ones setting off fireworks in the middle of the night in response to a lot of protesting that was happening last year. And it was used as this like scare tactic and intimidation tactic. And then on top of that, we live in LA and LA has a long history of being a firework city girl. It'll be a Wednesday at 10 o'clock at night and there'll be a, a building shaking kaboom in the street in front of my house. And I know that's my neighbor across the street who just went out to light one firework when they were walking their I dog. Don't just understand. one. I'm just going to do one. And then I was driving on the way back from Hermosa. We were driving and I heard a loud pop and I saw like a flash and I was like, oh, we just got like photographed or something. And my tire exploded at the exact same time. Like I didn't know what it was, but it, it wasn't, um, it was just a fire photograph. It just fucking it a, scared. You, well, you because was I was a in papa, the a paparazzi. No, in the like paparazzo? on the no. Shut up. On the highway, you know how they when if you're like driving in the wrong lane illegally or whatever, they will take a picture of your car and then send you a ticket. Because we live in L.A. and they're garbage. You do receive a lot of correspondence from the state uh, government. <laughs> state I do, government. I do, I do. <laughs> they I seem do, to know exactly where you live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, holidays in general, we've talked about this before, but for me... For me... For Misha Imanta, I... For Misha, my mantra is I am not a holiday diva, like... I don't really quite care. Like, um, can we just take a minute? Oh wait, well I'll let you finish. No, go ahead. I'll no, get back I wanna, to what I'm saying. Okay, I want to ask: Did Tamisha Amon ever release any more videos for that twenty six ninety nine that she was charging people, or did she scam? She got. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna. I'm allegedly scam, and then get her money, and then release a bunch of 
more merch while she still got back ordered. I'm just confused as to what the business process. Someone at least told her to stay off Instagram live because she hasn't been popping up there as much. What I I also I also believe that if you notice a lot of that stuff coincided with the last month of the of a lot of the state. I know Atlanta. She's in Atlanta, right? Or in Texas. I know Atlanta um has been open for a long time, but I also think a lot of that stuff, that internet stuff, really slowed down as like pride and live gigs turned up. So my assumption is the diva's just too busy. But I we interviewed Tamisha for the pageant pod uh show that Willem and Alaska are doing about pageants and speaking with her and like interviewing her and talk I feel like it is just a case of I'm not used to doing stuff on the internet and launching projects and the moment I launch something I have a hundred thousand responses which is like a new experience and it to me, it feels <laughs> to bring to it back Misha. to Misha. It just feels like it's like lofty aspirations of what we're gonna do, and then life no and responsibilities just get the best of it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a this is gonna be a great cash grab. It felt like a oh, I'm gonna set up something really cool. It's gonna cost me this much to do it, and I'm gonna make money off of it. Let's do it. Oh wait, it got too overwhelming. That's how it actually feels after, like, talking to her. I don't know. Part of me thinks she was just, I don't know. I don't know. Because she know. has, the way I don't she's. Know. Listen, the way she speaks about things, she has such, there's so much thought behind it. There's so much integrity. There's so much, like, this is my character. This is how I do. I would never do something like this. And so I think in her mind, like, when we spoke to her, she was in the car at the parking lot at the post office having just shipped a bunch of merch and gone looking for missing packages and had all these receipts and things like she was like putting like she was out there like doing that work was, there was someone like, else was someone else was her t- team in the car with her she or was what, not with her team or was her team they were just, they were the back team working. just her and those two little hands Stop. what i what am i not allowed to make fun of someone who can't complete a task no, of course you can. Oh, okay. I'm just telling you that I don't know. It, I don't know that it's about um, a scam. It's not. I a, think the intention was always scam. Correct. I don't think it's a. It's in the Joanne category of scams. You know, Joanne the scammer. Yeah, but she she's also an didn't intentional really scam. People. Okay, so shall we go back to holidays? Yeah, go I back just to holiday. Say, I just want to say I do like a barbecue food. I do like an outdoor backdoor backyard gathering. <laughs> Ooh, you do like a backdoor gathering. Um, I do like I enjoy those things, but like I'm never like I always forget when holidays are. I'm working on Monday, but Monday is not the fourth, but it's the day after, so it's like technically the day off. Like things that yeah. would be open will be closed. I'm working. We have a bunch of recordings. I have a couple meetings. Like I didn't even think about any of that, and and so. Um, and such yeah. as, and such as. So I never really, really pay attention. What? Yeah, tell holidays, me, holidays tell me really about count. Tell me. me about, tell me about pulled pork. What's your favorite like barbecue? 
Okay, here's the thing about me. I don't like barbecue sauce. I don't like... Okay, the barbecue sauce that everyone goes up for is so gross. Being Ray's? from Texas and knowing... Mm, was that Sweet Baby Ray's? Was that Sweet, Sweet Baby Ray's? Sweet okay, Ray's. here's the thing that people need to understand about barbecue sauce. It's mostly brown sugar. That's how it's that thick and whatever. I prefer... Brown sugar, baby! A vinegar-based barbecue sauce that's like more of a liquid than like a thick syrup you know when i have a barbecue not a barbecue sauce but like a buffalo sauce i'm always like why is it spicy? why is it spicy? <laughs> buffalo sauce is literally just red hots and butter you- <laughs> red hots the candy red hot red hot the hot oh raise red hot sure whatever it's whatever that neon oranges and butter and honestly delicious would do it again do you think the Uvu Javert twins? No, they're called the Cash Twins. The Cash they, Twins. Do you think they sh- listen to the show? If one of their fateful audience member fans uh, or only fan subscribers listened and sent it to them, I'm sure they did. And here's what I have to say: if they are listening now, or if we could get this message out, we would love to have you two on the podcast. Oh, we'll give yeah. you a full Friday episode, a one-hour episode where we will just ask you a bunch of questions about what's going on and how the business is and where you get those cute little outfits and the wigs. Are they human hair? <laughs> that's your inter- That's your interview pitch to people? We'll give you a whole episode. We'll ask you what's going on, how you're doing, what the wig how's is? your livelihood, how's your business. Just tell me when how was you the are. first time you guys decided to perform together? Have you ever shared a boyfriend? Oh my god, did you do the sex before you monetized it? Uh, uh. And gag, is it actually illegal? Boom boom. Dun 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 dun. Is it illegal? Is that illegal? Have you ever seen a like a grown up, like a middle aged acapella group perform the Law and Order theme song? No, but I would love to. But Wouldn't you know what I also amazing? don't love? Okay, so are they? I'm assuming they're in California. California incest laws prohibit any sexual intercourse between family members. California Penal Code Section twenty five. 2852 forbids both marriage and sexual relationships between people that family code 2200 has declared to be too closely related by blood to marry or engage with sexually. And they're documenting it, Eva. Oh, not the second one down. Why is incest a crime? Sexual relations between family members who are not spouses, formerly known as incest, is illegal across the U.S. because of its harm that it can cause to family relationships. Incest you meant often- formally known, like in a formal manner, not like not, princes formally known, known as the artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it literally Form- says formally known, known which formally in my known. mind means like it used to be known as incest. <laughs> now it's known as sexual relations between family members. Okay. Girl, we need to get off of here. Let's take a okay, break. Okay, let's take a break before this gets weird. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto 
Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with factor meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are back. And We're back. I went to the movie theater last night. Oh, how was she? She was masked. Um the crop on the film was off and Good I felt them. like I was a psycho person, but it truly was like too far to the left, too far to the right. How was that off? There was like a little bit of the bottom missing, so sometimes people were acting and it was a close up on their face and you would think that, you know, a good DP and an editor would make sure that their chin was in the shot, but like their chin would dip out of the shot. And I was like, maybe it's just sort of artsy. And then I was like, no, it's cropped. And um, they showed clips from the preview that were wider shots in the preview. And then on the screen, they were cropped. And I was like, fuck, this movie is cropped. Um, but I saw Zola and it was so Oh, is it good? Good. It is weird. It is interesting. It is an art all based film. based on a true story. It is an art film. It is all based on a true story. It's this amazing thing where sort of like a very thoughtful, intellectual, um, somewhat gritty, artistic perspective. It goes head to head with like um uh pop culture of a certain era like because you know that was like when when did those tweets happen like it was almost a decade ago no no it wasn't that long ago like but i would say it was ago, like six yeah. years ago something like that but 
girl uh, one of the main like one of the main devices is they they the the one character keeps looking at vine videos so that was oh, so yeah. funny because like he's like these are hilarious right there's that there's also like um because it is based on a Twitter thread, anytime a line of dialogue is said that is a direct lift of the Twitter thread, you hear a little tweet sound in the soundscape. And sometimes they're like buried and sometimes they're very obvious. Um, the acting was so incredible. The storytelling was really cool. And the way there were so many things that were... I don't want to say heavy-handed, but they just kept placing the story, which is essentially about, like, eight people in total, but they kept placing it in the larger world, if that makes sense. Like, just, like, they're driving along the road, they're looking out the window, looking out the window, and then it's not a plot point, it has nothing to do with anything, but there's a long, lingering shot of a Confederate flag flying which is the kind of thing when you're driving across this country you really fucking take notice of when you drive through a county in florida and there's a big confederate flag flying and you're going like oh shit like we're not in kansas anymore or i guess we are in kansas anymore um but just little things like that that were so impactful um it was a fantastic film highly recommend and what i loved about it is it like i mean fucking t.s madison was incredible and she's only in one scene but she is so good in the film good she's incredible to be she's also someone we should have as a guest yes um so shout out to you know all those people zola who wrote the tweets jenica bravo who directed the film jeremy o'harris who wrote it with her and the oh, wow. acting was fan. Wow. I love you doing these call outs like they're going to listen. Fantastic. I hope they do. You said that you were masked the whole time you were in that movie theater. I even chose though... to be. Okay. It you was gotta not. got to take it off. I don't even carry one outside with me anymore. No one It was needs not me recommended. Here's the thing. Here's how I feel, actually. I will tell you this. I feel if the staff is made to wear a mask, I will wear a mask. Mm. What if so, okay? What about if it's like Trader Joe's where half the staff is and half the staff isn't? Then I'll wear a mask. I get it. I get it, bitch. The science, I get it. The science says take it off. Let's but there live. are people. Let's blast our nips to the stars. There are people that you and I both know who have been vaccinated, who also still now got have it. COVID. Yes, but in in that case, I still believe. I still believe that I have put myself in enough dangerous situations that if I were going to have gotten it after being vaccinated, I would have gotten it by now. Yeah, that's true. I have gone to a sex party and no one was wearing a mask. Oh, how was it? You do show your vaccination card when you arrive. So that how feels was the sex like party? Something. See anyone we knew? I didn't see anyone we knew. It was timid at first. There were only a couple guys that I was into, but luckily they were into me. So we had like a little like, you know, we like dipped off into the corner and had like a little menage a 12. Just kidding. Three people. Uh, But it was enjoyable. It felt like, oh, okay, diva. Like people are out here trying to slang their dick around. So I was into it. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I think I I think I don't have patience for like dating right now. 
or ever since we've ever met. <laughs> yeah, you've never wanted to date. And then when you did, you like hated it. Well, it's just like is it is it the wrong perspective to be like, "Uh, dating takes so much work." Like it takes so much time out of your day. No. Cuz right now you're not you're too busy to date. So you would either be um limiting yourself on your work schedule. Right. To try to fit into someone else's schedule or you would be spinning yeah no that's it but you, maybe it would fuck up your work schedule which is more important to you than i think uh your feelings for someone else i think what i think what i'm gonna try to do and i kind of did it last night by going to the movies with my friend like it feels like if i can start carving out time that isn't work that doesn't have to be dedicated to dating because I really settled in, Diva. I really settled into the sitting at home stuff. And now it's like, if I do one thing away from the house per week, I'm like, well, now I got to go be alone. For, I got to go be alone now. So I think I'm going to try to just keep carving more and more and more and more social time so that eventually I can replace that social time with the idea of dating. But sometimes I think, okay, this is like a question that we, this is less about uh, that we would ask the doctor. But this is a real question I'm thinking Should about. Should we have a relationship expert? Ooh, a therapist. A relationship therapist. So I'm thinking this is what goes through my head. Okay, what goes through your head? Everything I ever say on this podcast is what goes through my head. No, what I'm thinking is like I am I I think to myself, okay, I don't have time for a relationship, so I'm just gonna have sex. Yeah, And I'm scheduling the sex and I'm planning the sex and there are fuck buddies or occasionally now it'll be like, oh, maybe I'll go to an event or a party or go to a place where a bunch of people are having sex. And then it's like, great, I did that that afternoon. I had the sex. How great. What a fun time. Then I think if I were to go on a date with someone, I'm the fucking slut bag who over the last week ended up having sex with five people and this person is like well i've been waiting around and now i'm gonna have this day like the, i get in my head about being promiscuous when a person wants to go on a date and i'm like i can only have sex with other people who prescribe to lots of casual sex but that's your own judge what if you date someone who's like i actually don't even want sex that much and so you can go out and do whatever you want I know, but isn't that, I mean, I guess it, it comes back to that conversation we had with the doctor about, um, you know, removing the stigma from STIs. But I think about this a lot because, yeah, it's annoying and it's, it's listen, the risk of a person who's, who's dating one or two people and having uh, sex with them versus a person who's attending sex parties and like hooking up with people off of apps the the volume game the person who's having more sex is more likely to get an sti yes so i just like in my mind i'm sort of like well let me like keep running this casual sex like whatever out of my system because i'm the only one will have to deal with any sort of consequence and then um once i'm ready to stop doing that then i can think about dating a one person is that a is no, that because, wild to because, think about? No, because then I think something that I think you are just inherently a more sexual person. And I don't think you'll I mean, even if you start to calm down on being like, oh, I want to fuck all these people all the time. If you get into a relationship, you're going to miss that. 
Well, not if you get if you get into a relationship where you don't get to do that anymore. Right. I, like I want to get a relationship where I can go to those places. Yeah, because you person. are. Yeah, exactly. So I say look for it now and find someone that you're OK being super casual with now and then see if it blossoms into something bigger. But just use them as like a sex party friend. Onion blossom. Mm. What was that? A blooming onion? What God, was the last restaurant good. you ate at? Yesterday I went to a... Ra- oh, okay. So let me just tell you something. Hermosa Beach, fully, no mask, completely open, no limits, no nothing. Um, So we went to like a bunch of different seafood restaurants because, uh, well, only the ones that have uh, fresh fish anytime that I had some time off. And so I ate some incredible ceviche that had octopus, salmon, tuna, shrimp in it. Wait, Ooh. wait, 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 wait. Tell me what ceviche is. Ceviche is like raw fish that they mix with, uh, I like guess, any number of things. Citrusy. Yeah, they mix it with onions and stuff, and then they <laughs> squeeze lime juice over it, and the lime juice, as you let it sit, it cooks the fish because it's so acidic. Ceviche so you let it is... sit overnight or whatever, and it, the fish cooks in the lime sauce. So you get a super tender little fish. So it's like a cold... It's a dip. You eat it on chips or tostata. Raw, fresh fish or shrimp that's marinated in lemon or lime citrus juices. The acidity in the citrus cures the fish. See, now we're getting into this conversation about no, cooked or not we already cooked got, again. No, because we already got... <laughs> I was right. Everyone agrees that I was right. Okay. And everyone cures questions why fish. you, a 37-year-old man, doesn't know what food cooked food is. I'm not yet 37, but thank you. You're here's welcome. the fish oh, causing the f- okay. to denature the proteins to become firm and opaque while absorbing flavor. After the seafood has sort of cooked in a way, other ingredients are tossed in, such as onions, cilantro, peppers, and tomatoes. Yeah, it's delicious. I have a question for you. So I was working at Mario Diaz's party, which happens every Sunday. It's called Hot Oh, yeah, Dog. I think I'm going to go this Sunday. You should go. I'm not working at this Sunday, but you should go. Um, Because it's 4th of July, baby. That seems like a mess. Uh. I ran into one of Big Dipper's exes. Oh, yeah, you told me. What was his name again? We, we don't need to say it on here, but, but I, I know who you're I talking about. I need to remember it. Uh-huh. What's his name? Dipper, tell me his name! I'm not going to say his name. Tell you got to respect, respect people's privacy. Okay, okay. Why were y'all twins? Exact <laughs> twins. Replicas. Speaking of incest, speaking of boyfriend twins, y'all okay. are identical, except for he was taller. He's much taller and smarter. Is he the one with the nicer? Um, he, no, I met him in Chicago, and we were twins-ish when we met, sure. Yeah, I mean, we look alike, but he's like a foot taller than me. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. In the face, in the glasses, in the full beard, in yeah, the hair. And when Actually, we... I didn't spot a bald spot when he walked away. So No, he has good hair. Uh, when I when we met, we were even more twins because we were both doing the same thing. We were both di- directing. You theater. guys were both white rappers? Oh, okay. I Well, first of all, as he started coming down, 
I saw, I just saw a giant tall man and I was like, excuse me, Mr. Tall, sir, you need to come here. And then he turned around and I was like, oh, that's Big Dipper. And then he was like, I used to date Big Dipper. And then I was like, oh no, it's going downhill. You said it's going down basement Friday the 13th. <laughs> Guess who's playing Dipper? It was crazy. But he's very nice, isn't he? Yes, he was very nice. He stayed to talk to me for a, a little bit when I and then I started asking a lot of questions about you. And then he was like, "I'm gonna go get a drink." And then he never came back. Well, you're good at making friends. Wait, speaking of gigs to be at, you and I are gonna be at this Barracuda gig next week in L.A. Yes, I'm very excited. I I think it, we're gonna see a lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with that? We're hosting it. Yes, it's this. It's probably what. Okay, so I've. Okay, I've hosted a couple of these. But what ends up happening is that in the middle of the night, there's usually some sort of contest. I don't even know if that's still happening. But we just go up on stage and we're like, shake your ass. And then we give a prize to the person who shakes their ass the hardest. But for the rest of the night, we just like walk around and turn people on. (laughs) No, that's what the go-go boys do. No, baby. It's us now. Oh, you don't know? You got to shake it, mama. You're going to have a... If you want to make it anywhere in this town, you got to shake it. You got to shake it, it, mama. Can you walk around with a tray of deviled eggs? Ew, the the smell. (laughs) (laughs) Just the smell of, like, all those egg farts from those fatties. I'm going to be grabbing titties and dickies. You're going to be grabbing titties? Consensually, though. And dickies. I'm going to be grabbing them dicks. Um, if you're going to be at Barracuda and would like to um, display your penis for me, I'll be there. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I haven't been to a bear party in a really long time. And this will be the first one. And it's happening on July 10th. Right? Yes, July 10th at, at Precinct, Precinct in downtown. It's a Barracuda, I would LA. suggest probably getting there early. And just having a couple of cocktails beforehand. Or maybe don't. Just get there early and eat something. Because it's going to be a long night. Okay. And then on the 9th, if you are in San Francisco, I will be performing at Reparations with the one and only Nikki Jizz. So and it's the oh. first party at Oasis. Or the first Reparations at Oasis. So you're flying to San Francisco for the gig. Yeah. And then I'm flying back for that show that night. And then you're getting into makeup. Wow. Yes, but I'll have it all with me. So it might be that situation where I just go straight to the bar, depending on how late it is. Well, on here, we said that we were going to match, but at this point, I don't think there's enough time for us to get matching outfits. What do you mean on here, we said we were going to match? On the podcast, like last week when I mentioned it, you said, should we wear matching outfits? And I said, yeah, sure. And now it's too late. Oh. Aren't we doing another party, too, with Matt later? In November, I think. This yeah. is not good fodder <laughs> for the podcast. This is not good fodder. All right. Well, let's take a break, and we'll be and right we'll back with some calls. voicemails. Yeah. i never been to Ubuju. And we're back. And now it's our favorite time of the show. Sorry that we had to really take you. See, maybe these are better episodes when I'm hungover. Because I feel the energy is higher when I'm really fighting to stay involved. I was just thinking. 
I was just thinking how lovely this chat is with you. Uh, whatever. I'm about to get blasted on marijuana. How do you? Do oh, your everybody! Best? I started smoking again yesterday, two days ago. Wait a second! You had not been smoking weed that Up whole until, like, time. Yes. Whoa! So you're gonna do like. And then be done for the no, day. No, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me at the end of the night after I spent a whole day working in Hermosa Beach, really just out in the sun, ready to die. I smoked some weed with my brother back at the hotel, and then um, I just about fell out. Why do you say working in Hermosa Beach? Because I was working there. Um. Anyway, so I smoked a little bit of weed, and then I was down. Like, I was out. And then last night, we smoked a little bit, and I literally passed out while we were playing a card game. I like just went down. So it's a very interesting welcome back. You got to get the kind of weed that is a upper. What kind is Sativa. that called? Sativa. All right. Sativa so diva. Here's okay. some voicemails. I want to do the one about squirt. Yeah, do that one. This is in. Hey, ladies. Uh, my name is Melissa. Um, and I was just listening to the most recent episode um, with the doctor. Um, and I just wanted to let you know, yes, 100% girls really do squirt. It really happens. I do it. Dipper, thank you so much. It is very fucking dehydrating. I mean, it's amazing, and I can't do it with everyone, and I can't do it all the time. It helps if I'm with someone I'm very comfortable with. It helps if I'm very relaxed. Maybe I had a little bit of pot. Um, then I can definitely um, – Happens a little more freely then, um, but yeah, 100%, very, very dehydrating, feels amazing, cannot get enough of it. Do you know what else? What? Curved dick what? to curve up. I know that you guys love that. I love that too for huh. squirting. I like it's them very good for that. Um, but barring a very nice upcurved dick, um, fingers, 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 fingers are very way to get me to squirt that's the way um so yeah we definitely squirt it's real and it is very dehydrating and i really appreciate that you called that out man because it is and no one appreciates that (laughs) all right have a good night ladies i love that okay first of all no one was discounting or saying that squirt (laughs) isn't real you're coming in hot (laughs) well no i just first of all first of all First of all, whore, no one was saying that your squirt wasn't real. We were we were discussing what squirt is. And very funny, Dr. Marcus Tellis sent me a message at 10, 9, 10 a.m. this morning that says, who cares if squirt is pee, just drink it. Can you Love, see? just drink it. So just... it's still, the question remains, what is the squirt. Bodily what is fluid. It? It's bodily fluid. But bodily fluids are anything. My pee is bodily fluid. So is it pee? Because it seems like it's pee. <laughs> it's not pee like that. So it's just the water portion of the pee. <laughs> what is it if it's dehydrating? It's dehydrating. It's your what? bodily fluids. Your Mama body is like the ocean. Your body's like the like ocean. The ocean. It's made up of 90% water. It's 70% water. Okay, well, the earth is 90% pollution. Here we go. The ocean's on fire. Hello, Beat Mall, Dig Bipper, and Distinguished Death. 
I have one answer and one question for you. Oh, I hate On your that. recent episode with the doctor, Meatball mentioned how certain oily secretions smell like Parmesan cheese. In my career, I am a sensory expert in the beverage industry. Basically, I taste things for a living. I happen to know that the sweaty, savory Parmesan smell is from isovaleric acid. It's a fatty acid found in Parmesan cheese, sweat or body odor, and various other fermented or cured things. So, Meatball, you clearly have a very talented sniffer. Insert oh. ad here. My question is, Daddy Dipper, I know you're a fisting aficionado. Would you ever be open to fisting a trans, non-binary, or other person with a vagina? Or can your fingers only be found in a booty hole? Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I got that talented sniffer. That talented sniffer. And what was the um, type of... Uh industry basically i taste things for a living i happen to know that the sweaty savory parmesan smell is from isovaleric acid isovaleric acid so your body makes a lot of isovaleric acid mm-hmm. um and, oh, and it shows up on this thing as being like you yeah your body can make it proteins from muscles wait you so your muscles smell like parmesan cheese baby i must be delicious inside <laughs> Um, and to answer your question, yes, a hundred percent. These fingies go in any hole that'll take them. Any hole's a goal. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, can you imagine this? Two, two in there. Yeah. I mean, and then, it's made for a baby to come out of. So, goof, oof, oof. Um, I also did that not feel like a prepared statement, which I enjoyed. Next call. <laughs> They were reading it, like, really nicely. Oh, yeah. That's all. You said next call. Okay. Hi, Pick Dipper and Meatball. Hello. I'm calling Hello. from Canada. Uh, long-time oh, listener, yes. first-time caller, all that nonsense. Anyway, I am calling as a guy with a pussy um, here to represent our plight. Bob and Monet talked a little bit about this, about how a lot of gay guys feel, like, uncomfortable, that virgin sensation when they want to get with a trans guy and they don't know how to act. And to be honest, like, on the other side of that, that really sucks, um, especially when it's, like, either innocent curiosity or fetishization that we're getting. Like, I don't want to be your little pussy boy all the time. Obviously, sometimes that's fine. But right now I'm dealing with an issue of, like, not knowing how to handle these things. Meatball, I really appreciate it. During the Big Dipper dating show promo, you were saying that you were not nice. I am not Correct. nice either, but uh, my therapist has suggested to me that perhaps I'm being a little too not nice when it comes no. to these guys. Um, but I don't. I get frustrated because it's like they never have condoms. They don't care. They flat out don't care if I come or not. They only want me to make them come, and then it's like, okay, we'll take you home. So at this point, I'm just like, how do I interact with the gay men without wanting to hit them? Um, any advice is welcome and appreciated. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Wow. This wow, is that's such an hard. interesting... I have so many thoughts about this. M- my first thought would be the last thing that they said about the once the guy comes, then they're left to, like, not... I think... I don't know. For me, it's always that conversation beforehand where I'm like, once I come, it's over. So if you need to come first, let me know. 
Sure, but I also think okay. So so there are so many layers here, and obviously, like you and I are not in this position. But yeah. So so number one, I think I think these things come in. I think our 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 especially with like hookup culture things come and go like sometimes you only want to be sucking dick sometimes you only want to be fucking sometimes you know like sometimes you're in different moods so it's very clearly sounds like in this moment right now you are not trying to babysit anyone through their first time uh interacting with a vagina and so uh i would put that in your profile like i would put like a like know how to uh you know know how to please me know what you're doing i do not want to be your first experience with a trans man um and and you might weed out a bunch of people uh who have like an innocent curiosity obviously the fetishization never can say it um of that sucks so it's also good to try to like weed that that out but I don't know, like it, it, it. The communication is really important, but I understand how tricky of a situation you're in because you also just would love to be like, "What's up? What's up? You want to hook up? Yeah, let's hook up." They come over. They have condoms. They fuck. They come and then they fucking like, you know, like eat you out until you come or whatever. Like that would be an ideal situation. But I think you're only going to find that situation if you're with someone experienced in that situation Mm -hmm. or you educate someone into that situation. And that is like an unfair burden that That you shouldn't have to do. You shouldn't have to, but you end up being sort of stuck with. So maybe as much communication about that ahead of time, like even before someone, like if you're on online dating, like putting some stuff like that in, uh, in the, the, in your bio. I don't know. What do you think, Meepaw? I think uh, the exact same thing. I think, unfortunately, when, I feel like when we say like, as much communication as possible that just turns into education like yeah. if you have to go back and forth more than three times you might just need to be mean and just be like sorry it just doesn't seem like you're prepared for me like, yeah and it I doesn't think seem like I... you know enough about life and everything to handle what i'm working with over here so goodbye I think there are yeah and i think there are there are more and more visible um trans men who are fucking you know yeah. uh gay men uh or trans gay men who are uh like in the porn industry and like yeah i think a lot more people are being i know i personally have been way more exposed in the last couple of years um to you know i was one of those like very ignorant people when i was younger and i was like Oh, unless unless a person has a penis, there's no way I could be attracted to them. And but I think a, that there's also a problem all of a sudden where, like, like there's a lot of people that still think that way, and it's like, right. all right, well then, fuck you. But also, like, then that's not the person you need to fight, and you shouldn't be fetishized. I think if if you for one minute feel that, like, like when a chaser when a chaser comes over and starts talking to me, you know what I mean? And I can tell I don't, that it's because like because you don't know what that is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kill yourself i i can feel it and i'm like Ugh, so they just want to be with me for my body and then sometimes in your brain you think like well 
that might be fine for tonight. Or you're like, I'm not in the mood for that today. Right. It's like I want to talk to you more. Yes. I want you to call into the show so we can talk about this because also I don't know if any of this advice we gave was like good or insensitive no, it's or anything. And insensitive. We don't know what we're talking about. Right. I mean, I was literally going to be like, if someone is like, I don't know, I might be interested, but like you'd have to show me the ropes and do whatever. I'd be like, like no. Either say no, but maybe you're in the mood to dominate and be like, yes, you will be my fucking, like, like sex boy. Come over to the house, get on knees and eat this fucking, you know, like, I don't know, like, like maybe, maybe you're into that in that moment. Um, I was going to say, and this might be really, this might be Uh really fucked up, but I've done this before. No, no. where I, I found a video of exactly what I want to do like a porn video and I've sent it to a person and been like, I'm looking for this experience. And so maybe there's an experience of the type of sex that you're looking for, or at least the experience of, you know, in the porno, uh, the trans man is getting all the attention and coming and getting off. uh, And you can be like, we're doing this or else you're not coming over. (laughs) That could work. Yeah. All right. Well, those are those are the voicemails for today. If you want to call in and talk a little bit more about that, I would be totally into having. Yeah, let you, us like, know. Email us talk. at sloppysecondspod at gmail dot com, and I will be looking out for it. If you want to come have a chit chat, well, let's go light some fireworks, meatball. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can email us at sloppysecondspod at gmail dot com. You can call in with your own fuck talk story or. Ask us for advice, and we'll give you probably bad advice at 213-0536-9180. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod or Big Dipper Jelly or Spicy's Meatball, or you can follow me on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. Goodbye! Or come see us this weekend in L.A. at Precinct for Barracuda on July 10th. Yeah. Forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>